Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, every time I fly into a city, I'm amazed at the potential for commercial solar on flat rooftops. San Jose, I see only a very few blue rooftops when I fly in, surrounded by hundreds of simply bright white empty rooftops. So this week, we're talking about the tremendous opportunity for commercial rooftop solar. If you're a commercial building owner or renter, think about solar. It's going to make so much sense for you. And as a solar contractor, for many of our listeners, there's a number of challenges on these flat roofs. Flat roofs have more potential to leak because water pools. Some building structures can't support a lot of additional weight. And California has very strict seismic regulations for rooftop equipment. So it all boils down to a relatively high cost on flat roofs. Now, the good news is that roofing technology has improved dramatically over the past 20 years, and technology to install solar on these roofs has really, really gotten fantastic over the past dozen years. So, to to that end, it's my pleasure to welcome Costa Nicolo, CEO of PanelClaw. They've completed almost 10,000 flat roof projects in 30 countries in over 2,000 permitting offices. So, obviously, they're one of the most experienced out there. They also have a great portfolio of products for just about every commercial application. Costa's been with PanelClaw since it was founded in 2007. He leads their sales, marketing, and business development activities also. So welcome to the show, Costa. Very great to be here, and thank you for everything that you do for the industry and have done for the past decade plus. It's an honor to be on your show today. Oh, uh, well, you know, it's just from one solar guy to another, just happy to see everybody thrive in the industry. So let's talk about PanelClaw today. First, tell us a bit about your current products. Absolutely. And uh, current is a very timely phrase because we are in the process of launching and beginning to ship our brand new commercial flat roof racking platform that we're calling Claw FR. And this product is designed to deliver a 40 to 70% labor savings as a platform uh, relative to what is now about to become our old product line called Polar Bear. One question before we go any further. Where's this whole bear moniker thing coming from? How'd you start that? Very. When I came to Panaclaw as employee number one back in 2007, there was one thing that I wasn't able to change about the company, and that was the name. The company had been incorporated in November of 2007 as Panoclaw Inc., and I was employee number one hired to build this company around the concept of a product with my first day being December 26, 2007. So since I was stuck with the Panoclaw name, I had to figure out names for our products that would co-brand with that company name. And we landed on the bears, starting with Polar Bear, uh, because at the time, the polar bear was quite cute and cuddly and associated with climate change. Well, that makes sense. I'm always thinking about those big bear claw donuts and just making me hungry. But we digress. Hungry for more flat roof. Hungry for more flat roof. That was the point. It's it's a great. It's the opportunity that that is. I mean, I tell you, the commercial and industrial segment for solar is just a challenge, and I think it's going to continue to to grow pretty quickly. So, on these flat roofs, let's talk a little bit about how do you mount panels on flat roofs? What is the advantage that panel claw has? Well, Barry, at the beginning, you mentioned the flat roof application for all the reasons that you stated already. It's a challenging one and a relatively costly one when you compare it to, let's say, building a 100 to 300 megawatt utility-scale solar plant in the middle of the desert. And we've recognized that for the past 11 years. One of the things that 
truly differentiates us is that from day one, Panoclaw has been on an unrelent on a relentless mission to lower the cost of a one megawatt flat roof plant to the point where it can match the cost that you would pay for a utility scale plant of similar size. That just, nobody, nobody believes that's possible. We're going to do it. And with this new platform, we're very, very close to getting there. I believe it's possible because, you know, I look at the labor and the, the permitting and all the soft cost savings that you can achieve with better and better mounting systems and, and cooperation from the module companies. And there, there's a tremendous amount of potential there. So when I think back, you know, we used to install solar. Everything had to be tilted at 30 degrees here in the San Jose area because that was where you can get the best energy production. But as panels have gotten cheaper, People are putting them almost flat. I mean, they are putting them flat. That's terrible because then they get dirty. But what are some of the trade-offs between tilt angle, orientation, and row spacing? Well, specific yield and energy density uh, are absolutely trade-offs. That's what uh, everyone talks about that's doing energy modeling. But when we think about commercial flat roofs, it is the exception that you will have a roof that is big enough to satisfy 100% of the demand, electricity demand of the building. That is really, truly the exception. And so because of that, uh, the incentive on most flat roofs is to maximize the amount of electrons that you can get out of that roof. Uh, And usually uh, that equates to energy density. If you tilt the panels at 30 degrees, you're going to lose a lot of density. You're going to gain module-specific yield, but you're going to lose a lot of density because you have to space the panels further apart to avoid shading. On top of that, the higher you tilt your panel, the bigger kite you have on the roof. And so you have to develop stronger members to support that panel to resist those wind forces And you also have to add more weight or attachments to the system to resist those forces. So flat roof application is one place where you want to sort of throw away what's written in the book of solar when you first read it and think about the fact that you're selling electrons and you want to maximize the number of electrons you can produce out of that rooftop. That means lower tilt angles packed really, really tight, which creates all sorts of challenges. Yeah, speaking of these challenges, so what are some of the key engineering challenges that you have with flat roof systems? Well, I think that the biggest challenge that we face as an industry is that uh, racking is still relatively highly unregulated from a codes and standards perspective. When you look at solar panels and inverters, two of the other components, the testing requirements, the reliability requirements, the safety requirements are tremendous. Uh, They've been greatly developed, and the result is you you have pretty good solar panels today, and you have much better inverters that you had just five years ago. That is not the case for mounting systems writ large. To give you an example for flat roof, all you need to be a mounting system provider and get approved uh, by some uh, less sophisticated companies in the space is a wind tunnel study that costs you about $50,000, a UL2703 listing for grounding and bonding that cost you about $30,000, and manufacturing. And, and that's it. You, you are a mounting system provider selling products and, and potentially winning business. That's not a lot of testing that needs to be done. And one of the things that set us apart at Panoclaw is we test the living daylights out of our products, regardless of the fact that there really aren't any major codes and standards requiring us to do that. We do it because it's the right thing to do when you launch a product. 
But and, it's amazing to me how many companies don't do it and there's, are in business today. And then you've got companies, they're still in business, but they have problems. Things blow off the roof. The word gets around and, you know, they're going to lose their reputation. So, you know, you guys have been around for a dozen years and you've, you've got that reputation. Rep, you know, reputation is really, really critical in this industry when you're looking at systems that are going to be running for 50 years. So. It is. And, you know, it's easy to talk about, but it takes one millisecond to lose. And so today there are over 4.5 million panels deployed around the world, I think, as you stated earlier, with our products and our reliability track record as it pertains to exposure to wind or seismic events, 99.9997%. That means issues with fewer than 500 solar panels out of 4.5 million in major wind and seismic events, including the two hurricanes that went through Puerto Rico last year where we had 20,000 panels on the path of a Category 4 hurricane, and our racking performed like no other. I saw pictures of systems in, in Puerto Rico, ground mounts and roof mounts, and, and the wind grabbed one panel, and then it just kind of unzipped everything as all the clips came off. So, you know, that was amazing. But you mentioned seismic. So for people outside of California, hey, it's our problem. But that's a real restrictive issue for us, and we're doing commercial flat roof systems here. I've been dealing with it for 15 years. How do you address these seismic requirements in California? In God we trust, everyone else bring data. And so we believe firmly that the answer to a lot of these questions is a deep-rooted knowledge set based on data. And so everything we do on the engineering side, everything we try to do, if we don't have an answer, we try to go get data to inform that answer for us. Uh, And so we have worked with one of the foremost uh, seismic Uh, modeling firms in the world. They happen to be based in California, uh, and they have done all the modeling that informs our seismic design in California now for several years. And we spent a lot of money on this. It's not a one-time study. For example, on wind, we spent over $2 million over 11 years just on wind. Most of our friends in the industry spend $100,000 once. You know, we went through a lot of that at uh, some of my old companies. Now, with Seismic, do you have some kind of tie-downs, Is uh, you know, cables, or you have roof attachments occasionally? What works the best? Yeah, we stay away from cables. Uh, cables are quite problematic, tension and compression on roofs and fire codes, fire access, firefighters. Um, so we work, uh, our product is compatible with third-party anchoring solutions from companies like OMG, Anchor Products, and Sustainable Technologies. So our panel claw systems, claw FR and Polar Bear, can be ballast only, meaning they're held on the roof uh, through the use of weight only. They can be installed with a combination of weight and positive connections to the roof, attachments to the roof, or they can be designed with attachments only, using the weight of the panels and the racking plus attachments only with no extra weight beyond that added. So we're quite flexible in how our system can be designed. And again, if we have data coming out of our years, we design the system for the conditions where it's being deployed, and we optimize the living daylights out of it with our data. 
Yeah, it comes really close to my heart because I've got a ballasted system on my roof at home. It's a flat roof, and we had to go through all kinds of hoops 10 years ago just to, to get it tied down for seismic. The, the wind loading was fine, and I could never imagine how the panel, the system could kind of dance off the roof in an earthquake, but that's what the code officials wanted. That's right. A few years ago, Barry, there was a 6.0 earthquake in California. We had three systems within two miles of the epicenter of that 6.0 magnitude earthquake. We were on the ground within 48 hours, I believe, of that earthquake, and we just wanted to go look at the three systems. They were pristine. All three systems actually continued to operate during the earthquake. They never shut down. Huh, that's fantastic. So this, this stuff is important. This matters. Yeah. Uh, this goes to the resiliency of our grid. Uh, this goes to how you sell solar to your customers to make sure your reputation is intact. We take that very personally. All right, so Costa, before we get into like the big question in everybody's mind, which is cost savings and reducing those soft costs, let's talk about one real pain in the neck technical problem that many people have doing flat roof installations, which is grounding and wire management. How does PanelClaw help with that? Well, we were the first company in the United States to have all of our systems tested to a UL2703 standard for grounding and bonding. We were first in line when that standard, which we helped author with UL, was released. And we realized at that time that it was also important for us to be able to have new modules added to our UL2703 listing for grounding, bonding, and mechanical loading within a matter of weeks versus months. So to accomplish that, we actually set up our own UL2703 testing facility that is that has been over the years certified and ratified by different agencies like UL, ETL, and today we're working with Solar PTL so that we can do testing of new panels with our racking to be added to our 2703 grounding and bonding and mechanical loading and fire listing within a matter of weeks versus months. Our competitors have to stand in line for months to get a new module added to the listing. And the benefit of this is if your module is in your listing, at least according for our racking, you only need one electrical ground lug per subarray. That makes grounding and bonding very simple. Yeah, and you talk I, about months, but you know we're not usually not two or three months. It's you know nine to twelve months. That was kind of how long it took me to do the last one I did. It's just really painful to go through all those steps. That's right. You have to stand in line, and you're at the mercy of what the testing laboratory, whether it be Intertech, UL, or anybody else, Solar PTL, we can do a lot of those tests in-house with, again, with our certified lab that they certify. They certify our equipment, our personnel, and our procedures on an annual basis. We submit the reports to the lab, to Solar PTL. They review it and then add it to our listing. We control the timeline, a lot more of the timeline, and that helps our customers. Yeah, and that's going to help reduce your costs and time to market. So let's talk about the cost. How does Panel Claw reduce what I think is most important, which is total installation costs, total system, instead of just the components? Barry, you've been in the industry long enough to know that it's a requirement of a racking company to say that their system is the fastest to install. Uh, if you don't say that, uh, you almost are not in the sector. And it's always amazed me how companies get away with this. So here's the honest truth about PanelClaw. When we came to market back in 2008 with our first product, at that time, we delivered, without question, the fastest installed product in the market. And the reward for that was rapid growth in our market share. 
And we continued on the path through 2014 when we launched a new product called Polar Bear 3. And Polar Bear 3 was great because we were able to reduce the upfront cost of the racking pretty drastically. But that lead that we had in installation speed, where we were the undisputed champion and were gobbling up market share because of it, we went back to average. And for the past five years, our customers have been telling us, look, we like your upfront price, but your, the installation cost for your product is eh. You know, not better, not worse, not much better, not much worse. You're sort of with the pack. Well, we've listened, and we've listened hard. Our new product, the ClawFR platform, maintains the same upfront price, but we've integrated a lot of stuff into the manufacturing process to take labor cost out for a 10-degree installation of up to 40 50%, and for a 5-degree installation up to 70 80% of the labor cost we will take that lead in installation cost, that undisputed lead within an installation cost, back with this Clawfar platform that's starting to ship now. And that Costa, feels really good because our partners win because of it. Costa, you mean to tell me that I don't get the opportunity to crawl under the module lying on my back with a stainless steel bolt, a washer, and a nut, and manually fasten all those in? I mean, I don't have that opportunity anymore? Uh, you'd love to, right, Barry? Yeah, you know, the attachment method to the panel, which in the industry for decades has been what's known as a top clamp, where you have a single bolt going through a U-shaped, very cheap, easy-to-manufacture component, and you, you bolt that down, and that's how you're securing the panel from the top. And almost every company has some sort of top clamp. We've never had a top clamp for a rooftop application. And with this new product, QuadFAR, you can attach the panels to our racking, grounded and bonded, without the use of a single tool or a single nut and bolt. Uh, it's one of our best, best patents ever. Uh, and it makes the attachment of the panel to the racking and the detachment of the panel from the racking a very simple and incredibly strong connection. Uh, that's really, really hard to achieve. And that's how we define innovation, when you do something that no one else has done before. Yeah, there's a lot of electronics and a lot of wiring. What about mounting optimizers and what about attaching conduit? Are there any things you're doing to simplify that? Yes, sir. So we went to our biggest prospect, company that was not our customer, and said, uh, asked them what was important to them. And they said, look, optimizer mounting with the new NEC, National Electric Code 2017, and its module-level rapid shutdown requirements for rooftop optimizer mounting is absolutely critical for us, and nobody's doing it well. So we asked them, what do you want to see? And we basically followed their roadmap for how we set up the mounting of the optimizers. And to be short, Optimizers are mounted to our racking via a tiny bracket and a single bolt that connects the optimizer to our racking. The optimizer is mounted in a location where once everything is installed, you can still make the cable connections and you can still see the QR code on the optimizer without removing any components. You can scan it, you can see it, you can peel off the sticker if you want. And the location of the optimizer bracket is roughly between two panels. Not exactly between two panels, but very close to two panels. So accessibility, wiring, visual inspection, and location of the optimizer, for lack of a better word, has been optimized. And that feedback came directly from a customer on what they wanted to see. And if it's between two panels, you can use a dual optimizer. So one optimizer for two panels. 
That's correct. You can also be very efficient with the length of the module leads that you are ordering panels with. All right, cool. All right, so soft costs. So we talked about the work that goes on on the roof. What about other pain-in-the-neck requirements like engineering? What are you guys doing to streamline the design and engineering part of a project? Yeah, so that was another big opportunity that we identified, Barry. Um, Right now, the process of getting information that is optimized for mounting system companies um, can take anywhere between three days to four weeks. And all in, it usually lands at about four weeks, from the day you give a racking company a design to do engineering on to the day that you actually have a design that you can submit for permitting with a permitting authority. We have been developing software internally for our own use for 11 years to compress that process. And we announced earlier, late in 2018, that we expected to launch for the first time ever, make that product available to our customers via cloud-based platform so that when they complete a design, they can upload it to the cloud, answer a few questions, upload a module cut sheet, push a button, and get all the engineering in minutes. And if they want a stamp for the racking system, they can push another button, and within 24 to 48 hours, they can get an electronic stamp for the project that they can submit for permitting on the racking side. And this is not a Mickey Mouse software that is limited to 50KW size systems. This is real engineering, incredibly powerful, and I think we cap at about 10 megawatt size projects that can go through this, this program. Wow, that, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I'm just thinking about all the important considerations I have as a, uh, a commercial installer about cost and seismic and engineering and wire management and, and energy density, and I really like what you guys are doing. So how can other contractors get in touch with Panel Claw? What's your URL? What's your phone number? Uh, sure. Actually, Barry, if I can add one thing on the software side. You mentioned that it's important to you. The reason that getting this information is important is not just the speed that you get this information, how much time it takes for you to get this information, but what this information does for your ability to provide accurate pricing to your customers and to optimize that pricing for your customers. For example, if a system is going to require a lot of attachments, you want to know that up front. You don't want to know that after weeks of engineering. If a system is going to be very light and not have a lot of attachments, you don't want to make assumptions about the system having a lot of attachments and then have it be a lot cheaper than what you actually thought it was going to be. So this information is power for our customers. It's not just time. The knowledge is really important. Yeah, and it reduces the soft costs because you take out the uncertainty of these projects. Yes, and uncertainty causes project dropout, and project dropout is sunk cost for our customers. They, They don't recover. Yep, yep. All right, good, good. All right, phone number. How can people get in touch with Panel Claw? Phone number and URL. Yeah, we answer our phones. We don't have a complicated phone system that you have to go through. So 978-688-4900. And our URL is www.panelclaw.com. All right. That's fantastic. That's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks, Costa, for joining us, and thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. If you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamon.energy and listen to the podcasts. 